Spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But, if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Real Review. My name is Kevin. And I'm John. And we are The Real Movie Guys. It's our real sports series where we talk about some of your favorite sports movies you may or may not have seen. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Warrior. Warrior is about the youngest son of an alcoholic former boxer returns home where he's trained by his father to a competition in a mixed martial arts tournament, a path that puts a fighter on a collision course with his estranged older brother. John, there's not too many MMA movies out there, right? I would argue. Not that many, no. There no. are some, but... All right, but very, there's not that many, right? Let's, very, let's that very clear. few. There's a lot of boxing movies. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. saturated <laughs> boxing movies. Yeah. No. So, what I'm just driving at is there's not a lot of MMA movies. So, I would say, right off the bat, this is one of the best MMA movies out of the bunch. Um, that's not a huge compliment, I feel like, because there's not that many. Uh, but this is definitely probably the best depiction of MMA we've seen in a movie. Especially, you know, to current year at this point. Yeah. I think this is arguably, this would be the first time we've taken MMA serious in a movie. Uh, most MMA movies, you know, I've come across. Um, I do enjoy Never Back Down. It's a terrible, terrible movie. But <laughs> it's fun for what it is. You know what I mean? Any of those other, like, st- stupid mixed martial undis- artist movies. Undisputed. <laughs> Undisputed. Yeah, there's just there's, there's some there's some garbage out there. Uh, Warrior, I feel like, is the first true stab in the genre uh, to see if we can get a movie out of it. And I think overall it's pretty successful. Um, the first thing we'll talk about before we even get into the characters and the movie, how did you, as you know, as an enthusiast of mixed martial arts yourself, uh, how would you say it portrayed the sport overall in this movie? I think overall it portrayed it in a positive way because mm-hmm. you can see in like even just jumping into it you can see in some of in the fights where they're in the tournament mm-hmm. how he's using certain grappling how he's using certain moves that a lot of mma people do use when they're on their back and stuff mm-hmm. and getting into submissions and stuff right. it shows you like how in mma there's so many different styles of fighting mm-hmm. and how he's more of like a wrestler instead of not like a striker. So he used what he knew to his advantage, mm-hmm. which was like trying to choke people out, getting mm-hmm. submissions. Right. right. I felt like portrayed mm-hmm. it in a showed you like how much time and work actually goes into what these athletes do mm-hmm. in their training. Yeah. And I would say this movie came out, essentially like during around the MMA boom. I mean, MMA is popular now. I would argue it's maybe not as popular as it was. There was a point where MMA was like really big. Like it was overtaking boxing at some point. It still kind of is, but that's a whole nother conversation for a different time. But this movie, I think really exemplified like what MMA could be. Um, You know, you had your, the tap out guys were in this movie. I I always laugh when I see those guys. Uh, They were in this movie, you know, holding this big, you know, again, it's kind of silly in concept when you really think about it. They're holding this big tournament to, all over the world to see who's the best fighter. And it's not really clear, like, how you get into the tournament 
it was a little, it's a little weird, but I guess you can just kind of get in and do what you want. Uh, I think it's funny that it's held in Atlantic City. Too. Yeah, it's, yeah, New Jersey held the <laughs> where we live, right? It held the world's largest MMA tournament from fighters all over the world. Yeah, okay, that that, that that's totally where that was going to be held. Um, again, I you know, like I said, th- that silliness aside, uh, I think it's very true to the MMA sport. I, there was a lot of real life influence from what I understand with this movie. Um, Joel Egerton, who plays um, who plays uh, Brendan. Uh, he was the, the character his his character's based off. I think there really was a teacher who was in like a similar situation where he was an MMA fighter and there was something where they, they want to fire him. I don't, I don't know the whole details. I don't know if you know more about that, but I know there was a true story that's loosely no, sound, based on. Yeah, it sounds familiar because I heard it was like I heard about it in like the news or something. Yeah. one time. I remember coming across it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not more informed, but uh, yeah, like I said, I, I know that's loosely based on. And again, not not this whole story because I got got some issues with that, but that part of the story is loosely based on some truth. So I think that helps ground that aspect. But yeah, overall, like re- this is a really good win, no pun intended for MMA. <laughs> uh, this is a good. You know, I hope we get more movies like this in the future with the sport. Um, since that, you know, we're in 2020. This came out, you know, 2011. Uh, I feel like it fizzled out. You know, the interest in MMA style movies. It could come back. You know, it's not over. You know, there's still stories to tell, I think, in MMA. Uh, it hasn't achieved that level of legacy like boxing, which would probably be the number one competitor for MMA, as far, especially in, in the cinematic universe, as well as, you know, the real life sport. I think there's, you know, there's people in both camps against the two. Uh, I think boxing right now still has the better stories to tell. But who's to say, you know, in, in the future, you know, a couple of years down the road, you know, maybe 10 years down the road from now. Maybe there'll be MMA stories, you know, competing with, like, you know, the Raging Bulls and the Rockies of the world. <laughs> we can only hope, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but, well, that's, a th- that's yeah. also the thing, too. Like, a lot about it right now with mm-hmm. boxing being over MMA. Mm-hmm. I think MMA might be more popular, yeah. but m- more people know, like, the boxing champions than they do MMA champions, really. Right, right. No, and Which I, guess I think it's it's just, a just such a legacy. Why. You know, it's a legacy, right? I mean, boxing has such a huge legacy. I think I don't know if MMA's really carved out that legacy yet. So I, I think that's part of it. You know, it's not ingrained in the culture as much as boxing is, because you know, God, boxing's been around. Pff, I don't even know. I don't even want to speculate a date right now. But you know, boxing's since a time. You know, since we get two men could put on gloves and hit each other. You know, boxing's been there. MMA is more more recent and rel. You know a change in the sport, but uh, boxing is just so ingrained in the culture. I think that that's why we have such an affinity for it, yeah. but going in, let's go into the performances. So we got three, three actors, I would say three standout actors in this movie. So we got Joel Edgerton who plays uh Brendan Conlon. So he's a teacher, right? He's a teacher. He's um, they have no money, essentially his family, they're losing their house. So he's got to overcome the obstacles to, to win. Uh, he did a great job though. I'm, I'm not going to give him too much crap for that. You know, he played the role really well. Uh, very relatable, very honest person. I can really appreciate that. Uh, the next character we go into, then you have Tom Hardy, the crazy character actor. He is, uh, plays a pretty normal in this movie besides being a buff monster. Um, he, uh, he plays this pretty normal and straight. This is the first time I think I've heard Tom Hardy in a while. I mean, I've seen this movie before, but even recently, I very seldomly hear him use his own voice when he's not using crazy Bane voice or something in a movie. Uh, so that was a nice change, you know, to see him just be himself essentially in a movie. 
Uh, he did a good job, though. You can still you can feel you know he gets his emotions across. Uh, you can feel his conflict and heartache with what he's doing. Uh, you know his estranged relationship with their father, especially coming through. Um, the other actor, of course, we have the legendary Nick Nolte, <laughs> uh, who does an amazing job as the father, Patty. Uh, he's great. I think he's really good. Um, you know, he's always. It's interesting because you hear throughout the movie he's listening to um, Moby Dick. I think he's listening to about chasing the white whale, and there, you know there's some uh, symbolism with that whole thing. He's listening to his fishing stories, but you know he's the recovering alcoholic. He failed his family. Uh, does a good job. Unfortunately, I could probably like imagine Nick Nolte being that character in real life for some reason. Uh, so I don't know how that goes. Um, you also have Jennifer Morrison who's in this movie as well. If you want to get into another actor, uh, she's famous from House. I don't know. If John, I don't know if you watched House pretty often, but she was in House. Uh, she was also in Once Upon a Time was her big thing. Uh, she plays uh, Joel Edgerton's wife. She was serviceable. I wouldn't say anything special. And then our special guest of this movie is uh, the one and only Kurt Angle. That's right. The Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> Who plays a Russian. That's right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> it was so weird, though. Like so the first, The first time that they show like him, and you're like... Wait, they chose an Olympic gold medalist from America who's always seems like he's so all about America. Right. And they chose him to play a Russian guy. It just seemed kind of like a little bit weird. Yeah, it was a little strange. I, I don't know about the casting of his strange character. Strange choices. I guess he was fine. He didn't really do anything, but whatever. He's in the movie. Kurt Angle's in the movie for our wrestling fans out there. You know who he is. Um <laughs> So other things I like about this movie, uh, I do like the whole family triangle story that they're telling here. Uh, the bro- brother versus brother versus father versus everybody. I-, I really do like that story. And I think it's it's really well done for the most part in this movie. Uh, again, Nick Nolte, you, you do feel bad for him. You know, he's a sympathetic character at times. And I, that's partially because of mostly because of his acting partially because of the story you know you realize you know he messed up and he was a bad guy but he really is trying to make it better with his sons and his sons just want no part of him whatsoever tom hardy just wants to use him and joel edgerton just wants him to stay the hell away from him and you know that relationship is it's probably unfortunately pretty realistic it adds to the human story of this movie, which I think a lot of people can deal with, uh, especially when people are estranged from their family. I think that adds a lot of realism to it, especially like Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. Like, you know, they can stand each other to an extent, but you know, Joel wants to have Tom Hardy in his life, but Tom Hardy wants like no part of anybody. He's kind of isolated himself from everybody. And, you know, just that build up to that final fight at the end of the movie. I think it's just, it was really well done for me. It actually kept me really, really engaged for the most part. Well, it was also weird though, too. Like you never, ever saw like him and his dad though, training though. I mean, like you, you, you saw, there was like brief saw Tom Hardy, like training yeah. when he first started in there. Yeah. Started. And when he got, when he went in the ring and sparred mm-hmm. with the guy, you saw that. But then I feel like after like he wanted his dad to become his coach, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I didn't, see any of that in it yeah which is weird for a sports movie right usually you're used to the training montage uh we got like a brief like was it five minutes if that 
I would say. There was a brief little montage of them training. Uh, so, I mean, it was inferred. It just, I guess it wasn't the focus, so they wanted to keep the pace, which is another thing I really do appreciate in this movie. Uh, it's quick pace. Uh, this movie never really felt slow to me. This is a long movie, though. It's like two hours, 20 minutes long. Um, I don't feel like it was slow, though, oddly enough. Um, I think the quick pace helps it overcome, to an extent, some of the a lot of cliches, which we'll get into, that are used in this movie. But again, I think the quick pace helps that and kept kept me, for the most part, you know, engaged in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, overall though, like I said, not it was they were ever it was pretty well done for the most part. I would say all the, you know the acting was competent. If anything, the acting I think is probably the best compliment I could give this movie. Just the actors involved helped elevate the. Uh, cliche material which is why i want to get into the negatives this movie's cliche after cliche after cliche after cliche after cliche uh it was so many i think i lost count of how many there are uh my favorite one that i really want to talk about is uh the wife right the wife who can't watch but she has to watch and then at the end of the movie she's at the actual fight oh she's actually (laughs) there like come on come on guys you know, like seriously, the whole underdog cliche, you know, I do like it. I just didn't think they added anything to it. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I think just all these cliches added to my biggest, like one of my biggest gripe with this movie was Tom Hardy. Uh, again, I, I can't praise him enough as an actor, but his story and his like, I guess you could argue his power level. I feel like we're watching an anime. His power level was off the charts for some reason, and I don't understand why. Um, I don't know if you feel that way, John. Uh, I think Tom Hardy throughout this whole movie, Tom Hardy's built up to be this monster. He punches, he punches a guy once and just walks out of the ring, which is really cool. Don't get me wrong. I think that's a really badass, cool thing. I mean, he is Bane, but he, yeah, but it's ridiculous, right? In this movie, it's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, and you, and it's funny cause I, I wanted to, I actually watched this movie twice cause I was like, you know, I just want to see, I want to see if I missed something. I watched it the second time. They go into Tom Hardy's background. He was just like an amateur wrestler. I mean, he's a Marine. So you're saying he was an amateur wrestler, a really good amateur wrestler, right? And then he went to the Marines, he became a soldier, and he suddenly became like final level boss, master of the universe, just punches a guy, every guy he can just punch out and walk away. Well, I think <laughs> that also, though, comes from like the backstory of him where he saved all those guys. Yeah, and they I want to get into that. He okay? ripped the wood. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Let's talk about that story. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I love America. I I, I get it. You know, at first, the story's so convoluted and crazy. At first, you think he's a military hero because he ripped off the back of a, ripped a tank open to save people. And then you find out he was like dodging the military because his friend died. And then he owes, he wants to say, help his, his friend's family by winning money to give to her. It's just too much, like too much. It's just too. I'm sorry. It's just so stupid and convoluted. Like you're just trying to toy with our emotions about Tom Hardy. Just give me something more straight and simple. I didn't need all those weird twists and turns in it. It wasn't interesting. Well, it, also, it also seemed like he was hooking up with that dude's wife too. I don't even know if it was that. I think he was like, just. No, I don't think so. Uh, no, I disagree. I don't think it was that. I think he's just. You know, he promised a friend that he's going to take care of his wife, and you know, he's going to do that. It's just he's ridiculous. Uh-huh. He's over the top. Uh, Hired cliche right there. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. You're <laughs> added to the cliches, right? So this whole movie, though, you're told Tom Hardy. Okay, so let's let's take all that into perspective, right? So he's a big monster. You're told throughout the movie he's the strongest man, like, essentially in the world, you know. Meanwhile, you have Joel Edgerton in this movie, 
who's like struggling every fight to get to the end. He fights <laughs> Kurt Angle, who's the world champion in this movie. He like barely beats him. He's having like a struggle to fight that guy. Then he suddenly gets to Tom Hardy, his brother, and they have the brother versus brother face off at the end of the movie. Tom Hardy's like a little wimp. Like what happened? Well, see, before we even get to that whole part too, yeah. I just want to say the fact that they had the wrestler go up against the Kurt Angle character. Yeah. To me, the way that they made that match mm-hmm. or the fight was so bad. They could have, they should have done where they did the other brother against the Kurt Angle character. I, I feel like that would have been a, a way better fight. Right. And that would have made the ending of the next match make more sense. Cause then he would have been, he would have had like a, a harder fight. Right. The fact that, they go into the the main event mm-hmm. of the whole thing, brother versus brother. It all sells money. It all sells stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact was too that he didn't even they they had like this whole thing where they like the you the climax was supposed to be right there, brother versus brother. Right, that's the story fight. I wanted. Right, and then their fight is so lackluster. It's just kind of like it happens and it's over. Yeah, and then it's almost like. <laughs> I watched this movie knowing to get to this point, mm-hmm. you could have like done a better display. Like I didn't feel like but, that fight was that great. Right. And then my, like I said, the Tom Hardy is a monster throughout the whole movie. And then suddenly he's getting beat up by his brother. Who's been struggling the whole movie. Does that not, and I get, you could have said, Oh, maybe he's just a little emotional in this fight. And yeah, he's been dealing with a lot. No, like, no, he's just been knocking people out with one punch and suddenly he's having a hard time fighting somebody. I I just wasn't buying that at the end. I mean, maybe if they had Tom Hardy get injured, right? Then, I mean, he, like, uh, Joel Edgerton breaks his arm or dislocates his, was he dislocated his shoulder, I think, in the movie? Or whatever he does, he breaks his arm, dislocates it, whatever, towards the end of the fight. But before that, if he was injured in fighting, then I'd be like, all right, maybe I can understand the, you know... The, the, the difference in power power level there but it's but then, just like no like no not at all <laughs> then if you're gonna do that too yeah. like you break his arm okay and then you're gonna go out there and i understand like it's his brother but they have so much animosity towards each other anyway yeah that that's where they should have got it out where he should have just started wailing on him yeah and just... that would have made it even better because mm-hmm. then you would understand like like you could have showed it from both characters' perspective, you know. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like that the, fight. It was like yeah, just again lackluster to me. It is. I agree. And they, it's it's interesting because you had two different buildups for essentially two different characters to the end of this movie, that both of them are like champion level buildups. I guess right. You have Joel Edgerton overcoming the odds, the cliche of Tom Hardy, the undefeatable monster. But when they came at the end, number one, like you said, it didn't. I wasn't, it wasn't long enough for me. I didn't, I wasn't really, the, the fight wasn't where I wanted it to be. And the investment just didn't make much sense to me at that point, unfortunately. Yeah. Just I wasn't, agree. it wasn't good. It wasn't, wasn't what I wanted, you know? Like and then I the said, cliche of the dad wasn't in his corner or whatever. God, and then yeah. he comes down at the end or he's sitting, standing up there yeah, watching. That end was interesting too. Uh, what did you feel about? So the end is uh, Tom Hardy, Georgerson fight. Georgerson beats Tom Hardy and he just picks him up and he walks him out of the ring and they're finally together. You know, he's holding his brother up, you know, I love you brother. I love you brother. And then you have Nick Nolte, you have a, uh, you, know, you have Nick Nolte just sit, standing there just like nodding his head as they walk off, holding each other. Like, 
Okay. It's like they're still not gonna talk to you. I, <laughs> I, I kind of felt bad for Nick Mill. I'm like, all right, well, I guess. Well, now, now you're really alone. So I guess I would have like, wanted. I guess I mean I would have wanted some kind of like acceptance of Nick Nolte at the end of that movie. Would have been nice. You know what I mean? I just thought that it was like, oh, they got each other. They'll be fine. They don't need me. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess. I, I, can, I can go die in the bushes or Pretty something. Pretty much. Now. I don't know. It was just, that was kind of depressing, right? I don't know. I don't know if that ending, <laughs> that ending wasn't that great either. Uh, but overall, I think the biggest sin against this movie, um, it doesn't offer anything new. It's not game changing. You've seen it all before, you know? I mean, if you like seeing Tom Hardy just punch a guy once in the face and walk away, then you'll probably be relatively entertained, you know, action-wise. Uh, not to say that the, the action's not good. I think the MMA action's pretty well done. It's just the story, the two MMA, like, fight-wise stories they were trying to tell uh, just didn't mesh together for me at the end. The brother-versus-brother thing was fine, uh, but the style in which you tried to tell the story just didn't work for me overall. But I think we're at that point where we're going to give our final scores. I'm going to give Warrior a C+. It's overall, I think, just pretty average. It's almost above average. It tried to get there. I think the cliches just hold it down. You got some great performances, though. I can't take that away from it. The performances I really did enjoy. But, again, I think the story was just too uh, too uninspired for me. And uh, some of those logical issues I had with uh, superpower Tom Hardy and, you know, just, you know, again, it's it's cool in concept and execution. Uh, I would think we have another conversation to be had there. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, John, where do you stand with this movie? I stand firmly with a B for this movie. I thought it had enough action to keep you into the movie, mm-hmm. and enough story around it to mm-hmm. make you kind of care about the characters and right. such. I definitely give it the the B. Also, with that, just the ending and everything, the way it ended was kind of a disappointment for me mm-hmm. so i feel like that's but i'd watch it again right but it's not one of the, like the best i've seen you know what i'm saying yeah i mean like i said i just that's why i think it's over a c plus or c okay yeah i, I just think feel like it's for in me, a different tier for me yeah for me it's not uh you know i think this is a chance for mma you know there's there's plenty of time left you know there's always time mma can come back strong with a better movie uh this is a great attempt out of the bunch uh, it just wasn't anything anything that special, I would argue. All right, John. So where can the people find us at home? You can find us on YouTube at the Real Movie Guys on YouTube. You can like our channel, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you know when we go when we put video content out. You can also follow us on Facebook or on Twitter at the Real Movie Guy. Tweet at us. Let us know your opinion of this movie and other things that we do or other things that we retweet and stuff. And you can also find us on many podcasting platforms such as... Yes, for your listening pleasure, we are available in podcast form at iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Be sure to give us a listen at any of those fine places. If you already are right now, hey, we greatly appreciate it. Just search Real Movie Guys. We should pop right up. Thank you all again for joining us for this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. That guy over there, he's John. We are the Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Thanks again for joining us for our Real Sports series. Play the games, watch the movies. Catch you next time. See you.